Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Spilled Words. My name is Wamboi. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen and grow with me through this platform. I hope you enjoy this episode. In this episode, I talk about books. One of my favorite quotes by Haruki Murakami is, if you only read what everyone else is reading, you can only think what everyone else is thinking. I talk about what ignited the flame for me to start liking and appreciating books and the power of words altogether. I remember the library I went to when I was younger. I spent a lot of time here, not always intentionally. I did my assignments here, I wrote my imaginary book and memoir here. I loitered around this space so much that I memorized the layout. I read a lot of the books on these bookcases even though there was never a new selection of books because it was such an old library. The library was a small space on the sixth floor of a tall concrete building. Every day before I went in, I would spend a few minutes at the cyber cafe on the ground floor browsing through the internet and checking my Facebook account for random messages from school crushes. Those song dedications meant everything and that is the only way I survived without a phone. At the front desk when he walked into the library was an old lady. Not the kind you pity with a weak appearance and old bones, but the kind who could run an army if given a chance. She stood tall and slim, her hair short and grey neatly combed to a ponytail that sat in the same position every day. Every so often, she would have a colored head bow to match the sweater or her dress. Her glasses sat on the bridge of her nose with such precision that when she looked down to read her newspaper, she was able to, but when she also looked up, she could still browse the room without the need to take off what I now assume were just readers. She charged 25 shillings for spending a day in the library, and as she extended the receipt to me every day, she would smile and ask, Is there any book I could help you find? Knowing very well, it did not exist in this library. On the small desks she sat on, there was a small heap of returned books on the far left. Then the newspaper that was unending since she read it all day. Then a small fan that oscillated, making a noise and a breeze to the right side of her face. The library was always quiet, of course. Filled with a pin drop silence, only interrupted by the flipping of pages. The whole place was the size of a small apartment and it was always overcrowded with chairs and desks aligned facing each other. There were multiple posters on the wall that said, shh, studying in progress. The tables were so old that they would squeak so loud with every tunnel movement. The shelves, brown and dusty, with books organized neatly but hadn't been touched in years. Dust collected everywhere as far as the eyes could see. Spiderwebs wove loosely around the books. The air was humid but filled with a book smell. I would love this smell to be bottled up and sold as a fragrance one day. On those shelves were bookcases heaved under the weight of old volumes. I found books that I actually am still obsessed with. When I think of why I enjoy reading, I still think of the lady at the desk, the fan, the tables that squeak when you move them, the books filled with dust, the solitude. As I've grown older, every single time I walk into a bookstore, I get a high and a wave of nostalgia. The smell of all the pages medicinal. I can always smell new ideas just by walking in. The powerful smell of imagination coming from the laying of the books on the shelves. The smell of pages, both old and new, combining with a smell of dust in the shelves. It truly is my slice of heaven. I love to walk the aisles and peruse the covers. 
Contrasting this with my childhood library, it takes my mind back instantly to the lady at the desk, the fan, the tables that squeak when you move them, the books filled with dust. Me in the bookstore is like a mama target. I go looking for one book, I end up at the till with five books, ten bookmarks, a newfound love for young adult fictional novels, and a face looking at the cashier like, yeah, I know you saw me last week with the same amount of stuff. It's a problem and I can't help it. About a year ago, I grabbed a couple of books I've been waiting to sink my teeth into. The first book I dove into was Trevor Noah's Born a Crime. I love Trevor for so many reasons, but his book is my favorite thing he's done yet. I set the ambience for my reading night. Peppermint tea, scented candles, my violin soundtrack on Spotify, and my snuggle blanket. Ready to be transported to another reality. I read this book in one sitting. This book took its time to sleep and its time to sing. It was no ghost, no voice from beyond, but yet it haunted me in all the right ways. Every page was riveting, capturing, funny, and more captivating than the one before. I flipped the pages curiously. I've learned about apartheid before, but I have not read about it from a South African perspective. Trevor dives into the reality of colonization, very structured racism, and a government so well established to defeat and divide the African mind. The first page immediately captivated me. Trevor says, The genius of apartheid was convincing people who were overwhelming majority to turn on each other. Apart hate is what it was. You separate people into groups and make them hate one another so you can run them all. The pages of this book had an age to it. A relatability with similar old books I have read before like Ngogi Wathiongo's Decolonizing the Mind. The familiarity of the context of colonization and the continuing struggle to decolonize the mind brought me back to the time I read a lot of African literature in my childhood library to understand the history of colonies in Africa. I've probably read a handful of books on colonies, but every single one is so different and very different from Trevor's book because of the power of words. Language and culture are reflections of one another that feed each other. The silence of the mind is just to absorb it all and to learn it all. Trevor does take you through a journey, a process where you not only learn about him, but you get transported to another reality of humor, impact, and growth. By the time I was done with this book, it lay dog-eared on the couch in a ramshackle order. Somehow, years later, I am still appreciating the solitude of sitting in a quiet place and an environment where I can appreciate people's writing, including the beauty of flipping through pages. It reminds me of the lady at the desk, the fan, the tables that squeak when you move them, the books filled with dust. What fascinates me about writing is the broadness in freedom to express difference. There is no limit in depth and creativity, and that's why reading a book is always a journey. The writer has the power to make a book his canvas. They are given the ability to impact everyone who touches the book. Reading a good book to me is always like being slapped with a wet kiss. It's shocking, it's not entirely pleasing, but grabs all your attention. The ability that authors have to create a whole new world, to revolutionize minds, always fascinates me. I hold my childhood library so close to my heart, not because it was state-of-the-art, but because it built a part of me that I still don't take for granted. I appreciate quiet, silence, and solitude. I appreciate hours I spend walking around the library, memorizing every single detail, because now I look around everything and take a mental picture, memorizing everything, the waft of the air, the brightness of the sun, how the rain falls, the swaying of leaves on trees. It all immediately takes me back to the lady at the desk, the fan, the tables that squeak, the books filled with dust.
I don't read every book I buy. There's a to be read soon pile, the I read 30 pages and lost interest pile, the completely forgotten pile. But all I'm saying is read a book, escape from reality or be woke from your non-existent reality. The new paper smell of the pages is highly addictive, but most importantly, what I want for you is to be exhausted from being enlightened. I look forward to hearing your feedback and your responses in regards to this episode. This episode was short, but I wanted to really tell you why I love reading and where my love for books stems from. Another thing I want you guys to do this week, I'm on Instagram at spilledwords underscore podcast. Send me a DM telling me which is your favorite book and why. If you don't read, it's cool. Just send me something random, like what did you have for lunch on Tuesday? I really love chatting and interacting with you guys. And then I will see you on the next episode.